My name is John Umbershot, and this is the Gunpowder Plot Show, also known as the Guy Fox Podcast. A few days ago, uh, Biden's educational head of educational pick, or head of education pick. I don't even know if that's the right name to call him. Anyway, um, he went through the Senate to be um, interviewed, um, and his interaction with Rand Paul uh, ended up going viral because Rand Paul is a real doctor, although he's a, what is it called, an ophthalmologist? An eye doctor. Yet, you still have to learn um, anatomy and physiology and, and uh, you know, I think most basic, what do they call them? Prerequisite classes uh, to understand the human body uh, before getting into your field of study. So, um, the reason that I bring that up is because biology is biology. And uh, your feelings have nothing to do with the study of uh, human anatomy. I'm bringing that up is because Rand Paul made it an issue uh, to discuss um, what's been going on and what is going to go on. Um, New Jersey is one of, I think, the most famous cases where you had a couple of boys who decided that they felt like girls and um, were allowed to compete against girls. Uh, in which uh, they went into, it was track, um, I can't remember what it was, if it was the, I think one of them might have been hurdles or the 100 yard dash or whatever it was. Anyway, um, these boys dusted these girls uh, in competition. And what's sad about that is uh, there are scholarships on the line. And even though, you know, these girls might have been the, the fastest uh, in their area, uh, the colleges aren't going to give them scholarships if they don't win the championships or at least, you know, whatever colleges they want to get into. So it does have an effect on their lives. This is a real thing. And um, it's wrong because boys are built different than girls. Um boys, especially those that train and compete, uh, tend to be faster than girls, stronger than girls. So, uh, and I also want to point out that this, this tranny bullshit isn't going to affect boy sports as it will girl sports. You're not going to see uh, a, a girl believing that she's a, a boy and competing and affecting uh, uh, boys in um, comp competitive sports. It's just not going to happen. It hasn't happened. It's not going to be an issue. Uh, however, the other way around, it certainly is. And it has, as I've brought up this uh, New Jersey uh, case. There's another one. I don't know where it was in the country. I have to believe it was the Midwest somewhere um, in which a boy believed he was a girl and was allowed to compete in wrestling and won the state championship. Um, these parents shouldn't have allowed it to happen. I get, you know, the, the, uh, what's it called? The directors or whatever. Uh, these assholes 
having control over it and, and saying what goes. Um, I highly disagree with it, but the parents should have been furious. Uh, I wouldn't have let it happen, not to my daughter. Um, and yes, there are parents that allow for their daughters to wrestle boys, um, but it tends to really break off after you know 12 or 13 when boys start to hit puberty because there uh, there's a, a major difference between a 9 or 10 year old boy and a 12 or 13 year old boy in puberty uh, in terms of strength and uh, this little boy came in and, and dominated one and it's not shocking you know um all of these boys, now given their children, but at the same point, uh, they shouldn't have competed. They shouldn't have gotten involved. Uh, they should have had more integrity than that. Uh, their fucking parents should have uh, should have had more integrity than that. But um, it is what it is now. You know, they allowed everybody allowed them to, to to do it. The girls were pretty upset. And were called transphobes and shit like that. I'd be called a, a transphobe. I don't give a fuck. Call me whatever name you want. I don't care. I think that they, I I, don't, I really don't know what's happened in society where where people have become so frightened to be called a, a, a nasty name by somebody. Um, I don't know. I mean, I was I was picked on pretty heavy going, you know, growing up. I was I was by myself quite a bit, and uh, you know, bullies tend to single out those who are by themselves and and uh, you know, come up with their friends and shit. It's always you know two or three or four on one. So um, you know, you develop a pretty thick skin, I guess, uh, and uh, it, it just doesn't affect me. You know, somebody can come up and call me racist or whatever they want. It just doesn't. It doesn't do the thing that, you know, they, I guess, usually get from other people. Uh, sadly, this has gone all the way up to, uh, uh, you know, for politics, people in, in positions of power. <coughs> and, and I'm speaking mostly of Republicans. And why I call them, in part, spineless is because they are so fucking afraid of being called a racist. It's like, get over yourself, man. You know, um, it doesn't doesn't dictate, just because somebody calls you a name, it doesn't dictate what you are, so anyway, uh, you know, these girls have been, have been, uh, lambasted in, in, uh, you know, uh, news reports and newspapers and shit like that, and it's, uh, and it's shitty, but, you know, they need to hold the line, they, and, and women need to wake up, because you're being affected in a very real way, um, through all of this, you're being hurt. Um, so let's point out what I'm doing here. I'm actually defending women's rights. I'm, I'm defending women here. Um, and I think had it been, had, had I been a part of this situation where my daughter was, you know, told that she would have to wrestle a boy. Oh, hell no. Not my little girl, dude. I'm getting, I'm, I'm getting involved now. Now I'm going to show you, <laughs> I'm going to show you what a, an angry father would do, you know, um, it just ain't happening. And that's what more parents need to be like. So anyway, Rand Paul in this conversation with this fuckhead, uh, he, he shot from the hip and he didn't, he didn't deviate from what the truth is. And he kept asking this guy, you know, do you believe, essentially, do you believe that boys should be able to compete with 
girls. Now, the left is, I'm sure, losing their fucking mind over this because um, he's not calling these boys trans girls. He's not using their their um, system of labels in this. And they get very offended because they're fucking twats. <laughs> um, and this, this uh, pick for head of education... Um, Again, that may not be the actual title, what he was going for, but whatever. It's essentially the same thing. You know, he gets to have control over, um, you know, sports and shit. So anyway, this guy answered in um, a way as to, well, he said it like this. He said uh, that he believes that all students have the right to uh, compete in extracurricular activities including transsexuals, basically. Um, which is him walking around, because that's how he answered it every time that Rand Paul asked him the question. And I think he asked him like three or four times, you know, right away, like right right straight to, to the point. And uh, that's how the guy answered. And so Rand Paul finally pointed out like, um, all right, so you, you believe that that's okay, that boys can compete against girls. Because this is, like I said, it's it's really going to change change the landscape, and girls are going to suffer from this, uh, and it's terrible, you know. I mean, it's the whole reason that we've had you know boys sports and girls sports, and given there have been you know co-ed shit when when I played soccer back in the day, uh, you know, I had a couple times where we played co-ed teams, you know, um, and we we murdered them because essentially we were just playing. Uh, how many, however many boys were on that team. The girls weren't really in effect and we would win, you know, uh, because let's say that, you know, there was two girls on the other team. Well, it was basically us, 11 boys, who were playing nine other boys. And, you know, it's not an insult to girls. It's just, you know, we were, we were, we were past our puberty. We were, um, you know, we had trained. We were in shape. And uh, when that's the case, the girls aren't really much of a factor. Um, and again, it's not trying to be insulting. It's just what it was. And so we would win. And that's what's going to happen. But that was just co-ed. That wasn't even like, you know, um, boys going into girl sports or competition um, and, and them being the overwhelming factor and whatever. So... Um, you know, it ended there, uh, but it, you know, I want to point out that when this is the case and you hear somebody dancing around an issue like that, it becomes very aware to everyone, whether they want to admit it or not, both sides, that that person isn't answering the question. And so I, I would say it's probably one of two things. If it's more than that, let me know, but it's one of two things. It's either... Uh, they don't know what they're talking about, which I don't think is the case here, or they are wrong. They're wrong and they don't have a good answer, which is to say that they don't have an answer. And that's what I think the case was here. And, and it became very, very um, obvious in this case that uh, that this guy wasn't going to answer the question. And uh, that tends to, for at least me, when I, when I see something like that, it... Uh, it tends to be something nefarious that they're trying to do. They're trying to change something. It, it was just like when um, Biden was debating Trump 
uh, no, 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 I'm sorry. Was it Biden, Trump? I think it was uh, Pence and uh, Kamala Harris. And he was asking if they were going to pack the courts and they wouldn't answer. Man, who was that? Was it Pence and Kamala or was it Trump and Biden? But they wouldn't answer. And you knew why they weren't answering is because they are going to pack the courts. And it turns around, it turns out, look, they're going to pack the courts. I mean, the, the Democrats were talking about it for forever, right? For the past year, for sure. They were talking about wanting to pack the courts because of uh, Trump um, having gotten three uh, Supreme Court picks. And so in order to combat that, they're going to pack the Supreme Court. And they're, they've already talked. I mean, we're, we're what, a month, a little over a month into... Wait, where are we? We're February. Became president. Not even a month. We're not even a month into the presidency. They've already signed, what, 40, 50, 60 executive orders, um, which is supposed to be uh, dictatorial. And um, and they're already talking about uh, making, bringing up legislation to uh, make Washington, D.C. a 51st state so that they can um, get more Supreme Justices in there. But anyway, um, you know, we kind of knew that this was going to happen, but that's that's to my, my point, is that they wouldn't answer this in the beginning because we all knew what they were going to attempt to do. So, you know, it is what it is. Um, as I say that, a couple of other things. One, I think, what is it? H.R. 127 is a bill that they're trying to pass in which they're going to um, call for a psych evaluation for anybody that owns guns in the United States of America. What this is to say is um, they're coming for your guns. I told you this a while ago. They are absolutely going to come for your guns. Uh, there was, there's been a couple of shootings recently. One where, uh, what was it? But it was a home. But, you know, anytime that I see this, Obviously, I'm going to lean towards the idea that they're they're trying to um, come up with false flags in order to uh, start talking about guns again. Um, there's been a couple articles that have come out recently that have called gun ownership white supremacy, and uh, uh, it's they're 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 already gearing up to really to really uh, start. Um, start setting up to take away the guns and uh, they're not going to quit. This is only going to get worse. So be aware that they're coming for your, for your guns. And, um, you know, I would have assumed that this is going to cause a civil war. I don't know, man. There's not much that has happened. And I know I've talked about civil war quite a bit within the past month or so. Um, but nothing's happened. Well, you don't want it. You don't want a civil war, right? You didn't. So you you don't want anything to happen. Yeah. No, I don't want it to happen. But at the same point, what other answer is there unless we sit around and we wait, like I said before, for them to keep chipping away at our rights and to take them all away? And we're fucked. I don't want somebody to punch me in the face. But if you punch me in the face, I'm going to fight you to be my response so in, in the same aspect they're taking away your rights man they're taking away they're 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 gearing up to take away your rights and people have been so lulled into in, into slumber that 
Anytime that somebody like me brings this shit up, they're like, oh, you're just, you're being ridiculous. They're not coming for your rights. The government is going to do that. They don't want to, they don't want to do that to you. They're not, nobody's doing that. And then you bring up, you know, whatever gun control and they're like, well, yeah, but you need to do that. Background checks. Well, you need a background check. Why? Why do you need a background check? Well, because crazy people are out there. Yeah, crazy people are out there. And guess what? They use cars too. to fucking run people off the road. Well, you need a license for that. And you don't like licenses. I don't like licenses. These are two different mechanisms, right? They're, they're two different things, too. But at the same point, you know, somebody who wants to kill somebody else, which is really what you're talking about, is going to use anything that they can to kill them. You know, there's no background checks and shit for knives. Plenty of people kill people with knives. What about hammers? Are you going to do that with everything? You need a fucking license? You know, you can't just go and, and, and get shit anymore because bad people go out there and they find ways to kill people. What about, what about uh, household supplies, which are, can also be used as poisons? You're going to need licenses for that shit? But anyway, um, they are coming for your guns. And I think it's I think it's called HR one two seven. I I have to look into it a little bit further too, but uh, I've just kind of scratched the surface on that a little bit because <clears throat> there's a couple of alarm bells going off about those. So um, that's coming. Uh, and in the past few days, uh, Alexandria Ocasio Cortez has come under fire because she gave a reenactment of what happened on January sixth during the storming of the Capitol. And, uh, and as it turns out, cause I didn't know this, but as it turns out, she wasn't even at the Capitol. She was at a completely different building and, um, <laughs> she gave this great big, listen, dude, I, I, I may have mentioned it before, but Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez looks like my ex-wife and, um, it, I just, when I see her, it enrages me already because my ex-wife is a evil woman. Um, and I just went, so with the reenactment and seeing how she acted, um, it was just like, because when we were on, when I went through my court case last week, uh, which is now a week and two days, I believe. What is it? Friday? Yeah. So a week and two days. Um, it was, Zoom, it was over Zoom, so you could see all of the people. You could see their faces. And as I said, my ex-wife was, like, progressively getting to the point where she was crying. And this was her acting. This was her trying to build up a reason to cry, you know, because she didn't give a fuck. But she had to really think about shit that would make her cry in order to uh, seem like some kind of victim, you know, some little bunny that didn't, you know, that didn't do anything wrong but was just being persecuted or some shit. Uh, in the same way, I was, I was, when I was watching AOC's, uh, reenactment, I'm just sitting here going, this is what she's fucking doing. This is what my ex-wife did. It irks the fuck out of me and it should everybody else too, because we all know what they're doing. We all know that they're, they're not really that upset, but they're trying to do it in order to garner people's sympathy. And, uh, and when it came out, <laughs> I mean, it was bad acting. When it came out that she wasn't even at the at the uh, at the place that was was uh, uh, stormed, 
uh, a bunch of people started calling bullshit. I guess, you know, well, they're, they're labeling her Alexandra Ocasio-Smollett <laughs> because uh, she's full of shit. You know, uh, I, in, this all goes, this goes back to the time that she gave that speech about being a bartender and there ain't nothing wrong with that, you know, trying to fucking talk with a different accent than what she normally talks with. She's just full of shit, you know, she tries to call herself, she tries to say that she was, she was poor, and her mom was poor, and all this shit, dude, she went to fucking Brown, it's an Ivy League school, you don't get in there, well, I mean, some do, some poor kids do get in there, who are just brilliant kids, but she wasn't, that's not this, that's not her case, she wasn't, uh, she didn't grow up poor, that's a lie, she grew up and went to a rich high school, I don't know if it was private, I assume that it was either in a really good fucking area, or it was private, uh, and then she ended up going to Brown. So, I mean, her whole story is a load of shit. You know, this is not somebody that decided uh, that she was going to, to uh, not necessarily, not, in, not not the natural way that a lot of people get into politics. Or I guess the organic way, I should say. Although even that is pretty fucked up because you have a lot of people who, uh, whose mom and dads are politicians and whatnot and uh, send them off. But, you know, you do have a lot. You have plenty of people who um, get into politics in a, in a fairly organic way that decide that they're going to run for office and then they kind of move up the government ladder in a way and, uh, you know, keep running for you. Maybe somebody becomes a, uh, an alderman and then uh, runs for mayor or, you know, then later on runs for, for some, you know, some other council or representative and then moves into a higher position. The reason I'm bringing this up is um, Cenk Uyghur from the Young Turks and uh, Kyle Kalinske started the Justice Democrats group in which they went out and they, I think they interviewed over like, I could be wrong about this, but I think it was 1,400 people uh, to to fund and support and give answers to and and and, uh, and groom into becoming a, uh, a state representative, which is what happened with AOC. She was interviewed by this group, the Justice Democrats, and was picked out of, like I said, I think it was 1,400 people, uh, and then um, picked in order to run and be funded and things like that. And it's obvious why they picked her. Because, one, she was, a well, looked at as a minority. I don't know how much of a fucking minority she is. But, uh, picked because she had brown skin. And she was sexy. She was hot. I think she's pure, pretty as all get out. She looks better than my ex-wife, by the way. But she does look like my ex-wife. She certainly has bigger tits. Um, so she's got, and this is so funny that the left is always going on about sexism and shit like that. And then they pick somebody like AOC who is pretty, who's got big tits, and uh, that's it. And it's very <laughs> it's very obvious that that's all she's got going for her because she's stupid. As I've brought up before, she fucking pretended, this is another thing to know that she's full of shit, pretended not to know what a fucking garbage disposal was. I grew up poor, and I've always known what a garbage disposal was. I didn't always have one. Uh, I don't think it was until my mom bought our house in Tennessee. And she was close to 40 when she bought her house. It was like 35 to 40, somewhere in there. 
that we had a garbage disposal. And I believe I knew what it was even before then. And that was back in the fucking 90s. And she didn't come out with that dumbass video until what? Three years ago? 2017? You're really going to try and get people to pretend or, or, or to think that you don't know what a fucking garbage disposal is? This is just the full of shitness that she is. But she's also, she is stupid. I believe that she did know what it was, but that she was so stupid that she could she could make people believe that she didn't know what it was. And then it goes into the the, the other shit that she's going for. I I talked about the uh, the Amazon deal where she thought that when she chased Amazon off that they would have 3 billion dollars to then take it and put put into uh, the education system, which is another idiotic thing to think, but um, to put money into the education system. It doesn't help with teachers' unions and public education. It just doesn't help. Charter schools are far better. Anyway, um, charter schools and private schools are much better. But anyway, um, what she obviously doesn't understand is that you don't have that money if, if Amazon doesn't come to uh, to your city. Like, she just doesn't get the dynamics of that. And this is what makes her so stupid and also what makes her so fucking dangerous. Let me point this out about AOC. And, and I'm glad that this happened to her, that she she decided to do this uh, and to take... Because she's taking a hit for this. That she came out and, and pretended as if she was under fire. She's like David Hawk. If you remember, David Hogg wasn't even at the high school. Through his own admission, his own words, he was not at the high school. He was at home, he heard some shit going down, and so he decided to go and get his camera from his bedroom and jump on his bike and drive back to the school. And then later changed the story to say that he was inside the school. But he wasn't. This was all a lie. So that's AOC right now. And the reason that I'm happy that she's taking this hit is because, understand this, she was winning. And she's, she very well may continue to win. And that's the problem here. Is that as stupid as she may be, she's winning. She has been winning. The thing with Ted Cruz, and what Ted Cruz and the, and the right need to understand, and, and this is... I don't know. I could. I guess it could sound like it's it's contradictory to what I've been saying and talking about. Ted Cruz and the right. I don't know. Maybe it, it isn't. Stop working with those on the left. Stop reaching over the aisle. It's no use. They have gotten to a, a point. They have become so left that if you reach out to them, no matter what, they're coming for you. And why I say this is because. With this GameStop issue that came up, and I, I feel like I did talk about this, I, I just can't remember. I know I had a couple episodes that I did and I deleted, but anyway, uh, Ted Cruz, uh, I'm sorry, AOC had responded on Twitter by saying, you know, how terrible it was. Well, Ted Cruz came through to say, I agree with this, which is good because this was an issue, and uh, one of the many issues that we've had in the past however many years, that was an opportunity for all sides to come together. That it was so obvious that this was bad that all sides could come together 
and uh, make a stand and make something better. It was great. But instead, AOC then turned around, and this this is a, this is why I'm so happy she took a hit. She turned around to bite back at Ted Cruz and say, uh, "No thanks. You don't need. You don't get to come into this because you tried to have me murdered," which was obviously a lie. It was a lie no matter what because Ted Cruz wasn't behind anything. But um, you know, she blames Ted Cruz because he was he was fighting for Trump. And then there was the storming of the the, uh, the Capitol. And so she blames that on Ted Cruz and says that he tried to get her murdered. So it just goes to show you that the left doesn't fucking care if you're on their side or not. They're coming after you. And so what the right should understand through this is don't ever work with them. Don't ever reach over the aisle. Don't ever do that because they're only ever going to to go after you more. And it's the same with saying, you know, don't apologize. Don't don't ever apologize because that's what they want from you. You need to show that you don't give a shit. Who is the one? Oh, Marilyn Manson. Marilyn Manson, who I've never really liked, but he does have a couple of songs that kind of get me pumped up, uh, like the beautiful people and shit like that. I just don't like Marilyn Manson as a person. I think he's fucking odd. He's uh, he's uh, he's been a dick. He's a very anti-Christian. Um, he's just a, a very he's an oddball. But anyway, um, Evan Rachel Woods, I think that's her name, the actress, came out to say that he she me to him. She me tooed him. Um, and whether or not it's it's true or whatever. Um, well, I shouldn't say whether or not it's true. Uh, certainly, if it's not true. His response should have been, shut up, you dirty slut. I actually got that from Milo. And it's correct. Like, if a woman ever comes out to say that about you, and this is to my male listeners, if, you, if a woman ever comes out to say this, about, and it's not true, let me point that out too. It's got to not be true, all right? If you did the deed, then you're a piece of shit. You need to suffer terribly for it. But if a woman comes out and falsely accuses you, your response should uh, be go fuck yourself and you're a dirty little slut. That should be exactly what it is. Don't fight fair anymore. What are you doing? What are you doing, you know, trying to come off as, as you know, the, the good guy in all circumstances? This calls for an anti-hero in you and me. If a woman were to ever fucking come out and say that, you know, I did something to him. I would lambaste them. I would crack down so fucking hard on them. I'd call them a dirty slut and a whore and every... Ooh, buddy. And that's what it takes now. Because if you say, oh, well, I'm sorry you feel that way or some other shit, they're going to see that as a sign of weakness and they're going to crack down even harder on you. No matter what you do, the left is is going to try to garner power. And it's naked now. It's raw what they want and it's obvious that there's no there's no working with them and I really hope that Ted Cruz learns his lesson because that helped AOC win until she did this because she really was uh, she got greedy she got greedy and she decided to come out with this video in order to garner even more sympathy and, and cry and sit there and and do all that shit and as it turns out hey some sleuths did some investigating and found out she wasn't even fucking there 
And that really hurt her. And then she turned around to call them, I think, white supremacist, or call for them to be censored. Anybody that questioned her needed to be censored. Crack back, dude, because these aren't normal people, man. And understand that there's going to be some conservatives and there's going to be some, because everybody has bad people in their group, there's going to be some Republicans who use this same method that the left does uh, in order to, to stay safe and in, and in order to garner some of their own power. I'm not saying it's all of them, but just be aware. you got to keep your head on a swivel here. So anyway, that's it for this episode. Be accountable. Be responsible. Don't be a liberal.